I tell you to be different and creative and think this way. A much used business cliche. Kayla. What is outside the box? You got it. We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. going on otb nation welcome into episode number 270 of the allegedly award nominated honorably mentioned number nine ncaa ranked and of course viewable on youtube outside the box podcast the official lacrosse podcast on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network it's kb it's deej coming at you we got a lot to dive into especially in the nll recapping a small week of games that was week 19 gonna dive into week 20 and all the playoff scenarios uh and everything that is upcoming there we're gonna get into uh a big show announcement uh because we finally have uh some news regarding the pll and a specific uh date that is always circled on our calendars friend of the program was named to a big time list that we'll get into uh, some alleged proposed changes coming to the women's college game that we'll talk about and discuss. And of course, like we always do, especially this season, we'll uh, run it back with DJ's college rundown. But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us at OTB Laxpod, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. We've been hella active on there, cutting clips, posting cr- like crazy on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter as well, Speaking at OTB LaxPod. You always catch me just bad. I'm just down bad in every clip. Like we go back and I'm just doing something wonky. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything on the pod this week. I'm just staying straight and narrow, look in the camera, talk to him. Because, man, every clip, I'm, like, messing with my neck or my wrist or, like, I'm sleeping or, like, I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm going to get it together this week. I'm gonna uh, get it together this that's week. great. Yeah, follow <laughs> us at OTB Laxpod. Uh, follow Deej on Twitter at SCS underscore next great. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, leave a five-star rating and review. It truly does go a long way for helping the show continue to grow. We're working on some big-ass projects for the summer. If you want these projects to be attainable, we need you guys to subscribe to the podcast. It really does help. It helps people you know, find the show more gets it into the algorithm for podcasts, 
and uh, it really helps us, you know, be able to pitch cool ideas to advertisers and to just people in general. Um, so if you want these cool ass ideas that DJ and I are plotting and scheming for this summer, uh, subscribe to the podcast and more importantly, subscribe to the underground sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia, full video episodes, interviews, live streams, clips, shorts, all of that is on our YouTube channel. Go subscribe. We are at 434 subscribers right now on that road to 500, trying to get there by the end of April. I think it's still doable. And on that road to 1K, obviously, really need you guys to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Throw it on in the background. Just watch the pods. We got it all playlisted in podcast form now, too. Uh, Do us all a favor. Go subscribe on YouTube. Go watch on YouTube. It really, 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 really will help the show. Uh, and the company as a whole. And uh, also, if you want to help the show uh, monetarily, go to phiapparel.co and get your official Outside the Box podcast merch. Uh, It is the most effective and direct way to support us uh, because they are the best goddamn merch partners on the planet. And uh, with their unique designs for all and high-quality clothing, there's no doubt you guys are going to stand out at your favorite NLL team stadium this summer when you're on the road for the PLL with us, college games, everything in between. You're going to look styling and profiling in that official OTB merch. We're working on some stuff for the spring and summer that you won't want to miss. You guys can use our promo code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Code underground, 10% off any and all orders. Deej, what's popping? We're living uh, that thing people call the dream. Um, <clears throat> tough start to the year. Um, since the last time we talked, we started with a JV game last week. We tied that 5-5, no overtime here uh, in Michigan for JV games. So very pleased with that. Um, and then... Tuesday, we faced probably the best face-off guy in the area. Um, so it's very tough to get possession for us. And, and we, we were on the bad side of a lopsided win. Um, and then tonight, as we record this on a Thursday, um, another bad side of a lopsided win. But um, that was the most complete team we'll probably play all year. Second best faceoff guy in the area, very good goalie, um, top three defense or top three offense, and probably best defense we'll see all season. Um, so that's going to be tough when half your team is either is first and second year players. So, um, but with that being said, they have looked a lot better every game. They are progressing. They're starting to understand things. Uh, passing and catching is coming together. So we're just a few steps away just a few steps away from being being a pretty solid team. So um, I'm happy. And most of you are listening to this on a game day. So uh, we are playing back-to-back. We're back at it Friday. Um, we're hitting the road. And it's going to be another tough game. They're another good team. So um, just looking for them to come out and have fun and enjoy it. Um, they, they were doing that today. Um, and, and they weren't really doing that Tuesday, but they were doing that today. Um, and I think they'll do it tomorrow. 
Um, like I said, as we record this on Thursday, talk about Friday. I think they'll do that tomorrow as well. And um, they'll play hard. They'll play. And maybe we'll get a better result tomorrow. We'll see. Um, I'll just make sure to get footage of when we do get our first win as um, I've been told I'm getting a bath. So I'll make sure that that footage makes Bring it that shampoo makes its way for OTB to see. Uh, Vineland's on spring break, so I haven't had any games to call. Uh, it's been kind of nice because there's been a lot just going on in general. Um, do want to give a big shout out though to uh, everybody that came through to our live podcast tailgate uh, on Saturday last weekend. It was a massive success. Um, had a ton of fun. Big thank you to all of our partners that got on board with that. PHI Apparel Company, Kenwood Beer, Wasted Wedge, and Audio Technica. Um, it was awesome. The vibes were great. Uh, we're planning more of those. We're planning some potential uh, live stuff with OTB, maybe. Maybe, just maybe. If you guys subscribe, we'll maybe announce some little morsels on the timeline. Um but big thank you to everybody that popped out to that, and we're hoping to do more of those uh, in the future. But, Deej, I think without any further ado, let's break down the short week that Week 19 was. It looked a little something like this. Albany, with the massive upset, takes down Rochester 14-12, to goes into Rochester and gets a win. Not sure if they wanted to win, but they certainly won. Uh, Georgia continues to just steamroll through anything in their way. They beat Saskatchewan 13-9 in a massive wildcard tiebreaker matchup. Calgary gets the job done at home against Panther City 12-5. Colorado also wins 12-5 over Vancouver. And San Diego goes to Vegas, handles business, wins 14-10. Albany beating Rochester and Saskatchewan dropping to Georgia are the two big ones, obviously, in terms of just, like, what the actual fuck. <laughs> um, Albany fans, in particular, I'm sorry, um, because this, this obviously makes it a little bit, you know, more potential for New York, for Vancouver, uh, to kind of slide in to try for that number one overall pick. Um Saskatchewan fans, I'm sorry. It seems like the playoffs are kind of slipping away from you. Um, but Georgia just, they are unstoppable right now for whatever reason. Um, Rochester has been free-falling. And we've got some very important matchups this coming weekend that will continue to shake up the postseason outlook four teams are locked into the postseason right now Deej after week 19 it's Toronto Buffalo in the east and San Diego and Calgary in the west everybody else up for grabs except for the following teams who have officially been eliminated from playoff contention the Albany Firewolves the New York Riptide the Vancouver Warriors and I believe the Las Vegas Desert Dogs are now eliminated from playoff contention as well um your takeaways, though, from week 19. Uh, wow. I want to say I'm surprised Georgia won, but I'm not. Um, 
And I almost want to say I'm surprised Albany won. But I'm also not. I'm kind of surprised um, Albany won. I'll say that. It's been a while. Both Rochester and Saskatchewan have been on a downward slope the last couple of weeks. Rochester has been a little bit better than Saskatchewan has been the last couple of weeks. But if you look at the way both of those teams started the year and how they're playing right now, they're nowhere near what they what they were to start the year. And it's not like they like have a bunch of guys hurt or like even one guy hurt. Like these teams are healthy. They're just not playing well anymore. And, and it's just strange. It's almost like they're playing like they haven't been here before. And so it's like I want to say I'm like surprised that they lost to these teams, but I'm not because like I, I mean Albany's just. I'm just surprised they showed up. It seemed like even there's been some teams that have played them kind of the way that uh, Rochester played them this weekend, and they still found a way to lose. <laughs> so like I've got like I'm just kind of surprised in that stance. Like, wow, they really won. Like they they pulled it off, even though they tended to like throw everything else away, and then. With Saskatchewan, I'm just not surprised. Georgia's been a tank. Brett Dobson has figured it out in that, and that's kind of really all they needed, apparently. <laughs> Maybe the defense wasn't playing that bad, and he just he was. Because, I mean, he's figured it out, and they've been literally on fire since then. 7-1 and one in their last eight. Crazy. Last team to get a win all year. And are currently, if the playoffs started today, the four seed in the East. Wild. Absolutely wild. I mean, they've uh, just been balling. This is what the standings look like after week 19. Toronto still in first place in the East at 12 and 4. Buffalo right behind them at 11 and 4. Rochester still clinging on to third place at 9 and 7. Georgia in the four seed at seven and eight due to the tiebreaker they have over Halifax. Halifax at seven and eight in the five spot, which I believe, no, it would not be. Halifax would miss the playoffs if the playoffs started today. Uh, They're in the five spot in the East due to the tiebreaker they have over Philly. The Wings also at seven and eight. They had a bye week last week. Uh, the Riptide at four and eleven, and the Firewolves at three and twelve, and then the West, San Diego at the top at twelve and three, Calgary at eleven and five, Panther City at nine and seven, Colorado at eight and seven, Saskatchewan at six and nine, the Desert Dogs at five and ten, and the Vancouver Warriors at four and twelve. Which brings us to Deej's State of the Fandom, brought to you by Tomahawk Shades. The best small batch eyewear in the game, guys. The sun has been out in our area here in the South Jersey, Philadelphia area. It's been, it was 86 degrees today, Deach. It's been beautiful outside. It's it's like one of those nice little teases of summer. Um, sun is out. You got to protect your eyeballs outside. Deej is doing it on the sidelines when he's coaching. And when we're indoors watching these games, editing podcasts, getting clips made for social we're rocking our blue light plus glasses to protect our eyes. It helps us sleep better because our eyes aren't as strained. You guys should be doing the same things. Plus, they've got prescription lenses now, too. Massive for the people that need those prescriptions. Uh, plus, Tomahawk Shades, part owners, 
former lacrosse players, legends, if you will, Kyle Harrison, Chris Hogan, ever heard of them? Uh, they are making Tomahawk Shades happen uh, for a fraction of the big eyewear producers. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com, fill up your carts, get everything you need, and then use promo code USP for 25% off your order at checkout. That's a massive code. That's a massive discount. It's already a fraction of the price. Take advantage of it. TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off at checkout. I was thinking, Deej, you know, Long Island weekend. It's the postseason. Shit up the Tomahawk Shades, boys, and try to do a podcast from Tomahawk HQ before the postseason. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Sweet. You can sign me up for it, no question. Four teams eliminated from the playoffs, Deej. Your New York Riptide, the Albany Firewolves, the Vancouver Warriors, and the Las Vegas Desert Dogs. I do know at the beginning of the year you said Vegas gets kind of that reprieve year because they are an expansion team, uh, but they have been eliminated from the playoffs. You've also eliminated Georgia from your fandom just because – you couldn't get behind them and look at them now. They took that personally. Um, how is the fandom looking as we head into week 20? Um, as much as I like Georgia and how they're playing right now, I, I can't get over Stinger. I think that's my true problem <laughs> with with their organization. <laughs> as it should be. As it um, should be. So, no hard feelings, Georgia. Um, get rid of Stinger and we can talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, this podcast but, would be toxic if you were a George Swarm fan. Oh yeah, it would be. It'd be toxic. I kind of <laughs> stinger, stinger, stinger. Just remember, see that face in your dreams. Yeah, bro. I don't think I could. <laughs> I don't think I could def him up in a game. <laughs> Um, Stinger's chasing after you in your dreams. And then you wake up like Dwayne Wade in the Gatorade commercial. No free ads. Sweating. <laughs> uh, uh, real talk, I kind of like Toronto a lot right now. Y'all hear Cause that? Because, like, cause like that's, that's the wagons out front. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they but they that's the first low, place bandwagon. Hey, they've been on some low key yeah. though. Like they're not like blowing anybody out. They're not making a bunch of noise. Like, that's the type playing, of team they are. They're, they're like playing the, lacrosse, bro. I like it. They're like the Patriots almost. Uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Real talk though, like they are like Cal- the, Calgary's Calgary's playing good too. Calgary's fun. You just ruined. But Toronto real talk pretty. though, like Toronto, they are kind of like the Patriots. Like they. They have won championships in the past. They have arguably the best player in the sport. And they are just like that model of consistency. And they just go about their business. They're not flashy. They just they just handle business. Damn, bro. He really just ruined Toronto. <laughs> but that's, am I wrong? That's true pain, bro. You could have found another team. Am I wrong? You could have found another team. You could have said Alabama. Plus, they got the goat. I don't like Alabama, and I would have dangerous been okay Dan with that. Dawson. He's like forty-seven years old. He's like Tom Brady. No, no, bro. Why? 
Why? You Am I wrong? Really... Tell me yeah. I'm wrong. Yes, bro. You could have <laughs> used any other team. You could have called him Nick Saban <laughs> and talked about Alabama. Oh, my God, bro. We'll talk. Oh, man. I'm going to have to teach you how these things go. Um, Toronto's off the board. Calgary's still looking good. Plus, remember, Toronto's got Toronto's got an equally terrifying mascot. Yeah, that little I don't even know Elvis looking Johnny Bravo boy. I swear he he gonna. I want his go name to is Iggy. And, bro, Iggy arrest me. That's he looked like like a CIA agent. Like he arrest me on sight. Um, my homie got great seats during the Buffalo game for like twenty bucks. I was like, dude, I wish I would have known I would have came right over the right. border. What the hell? <laughs> I'll take that like fourteen hour drive or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, looking at this, I really still like Calgary a lot. Um They might kind of just be solo at the top right now after you just ruined Toronto for me. <laughs> But I, I won't say they're my favorite team yet. There's there's some teams that are in the mix. Um, I kind of like what Rochester has moving forward. Um, so that's an appeal to me a little bit. Um, Panther City is an appeal for the same reason. Uh, and their color scheme's nice. I just don't, I kind of don't like the way their audience is depicted online. Like when it's streamed. It's like, if you know where they're going to be streaming from, at least pack everybody so it looks a little bit better. Yeah, um, it's tough. But I'll just have to call the the, the owner. And we have friends to, in high places. With I City. just have a little personal conversation with them. We got we got to get Amber Cox on the podcast. Faux yeah, show, their COO. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's DJ State of the Phantom. Let's get into our Week 20 preview. We've got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on the docket this weekend. Deej, Friday and Saturday games. Kind of crazy matchups. Uh, we kick things off in Calgary uh, with the Desert Dogs and the Roughnecks. Friday at 9 p.m. Also at 9 p.m., San Diego, Colorado for, I believe, the final time this year. 7 o'clock on Saturday. We got the Philadelphia Wings at the Toronto Rock. Apparently, ticket demand was so high, the Toronto Rock have opened up the upper bowl at their arena. Oh. It's going to be Boncos. We get Trevor versus TD once again. Uh, Also at 7 o'clock, Georgia at Albany. Lyle Thompson going home. Um, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, New York at Buffalo. 9.30 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Halifax at Saskatchewan. And then 10 o'clock Eastern Time on Saturday, Panther City at Vancouver. I have four games, I think, circled for this weekend that I am full-blown Dan Levitard poppy mode. CC, I'm very intrigued. Uh, I just want to see Calgary play because they're just fun to watch. Uh, San Diego, Colorado is always... A fun matchup. Philly and Toronto. It's a very important game for both teams in different senses of importance. Philly, it's to keep their playoff hopes alive. Toronto, it's to keep a hold of the one seed. 
and then the other game that I'm really looking forward to is Halifax, Saskatchewan, because those two teams, whenever they play, no matter how good, how bad, how in between they are, it's always a classic. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. What stands out to you from this week's schedule? What are you looking forward to the most? And uh, what's what's potential game of the week for Deej? Well, I was doing the not-so-smart thing and thinking about my picks while you were running through that. So I just pulled up the schedule. Um Anytime San Diego and Colorado get together, that's going to be fireworks. Um, Ryan Lee being back is like the best thing for Colorado ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he really sparked that offense and really brought them back. They're really struggling. To f- they weren't struggling to shoot the ball or get opportunities, but they just couldn't score. They had a lot of low-scoring games, and then he got back, and it was like instantly that the offense figured it out and clicked again. So um, kind of just wondering if that's going to be one of those games that hits the over this year, because we know what San Diego's offense is going to come out and do. Like that's, that's guaranteed. Um, Georgia Albany for what feels like the bajillionth time this year. Um, I'm ready to see Lyle just cut that defense up. I think he scored five the last time they played. Um, New York and Buff in Bandit Land. Sheesh. Dane versus T. Oh, good thing I won't be watching. I'm I'm very happy I'm not watching that. Because <laughs> that's actually kind of depressing. Because like I do still have a soft spot for New York. Um and then of course Philly, Toronto. That's 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 a game. Be dialed in. Get like you mentioned, ready. like you mentioned, the Eagles have been trying to beat the Patriots for forever. And so we it's did. very very on par. We did do that on the biggest stage, and uh, so hopefully, um, the fun part now too is that the Wings have proven that they can beat Toronto. They did it earlier this year in Philly. Now you just got to prove that you can do it in Toronto. Um, but I think that. In in a sense, like I feel like the players who have been on this Wings team since they came back, like that is such a deep breath and like a weight off their shoulders that like they finally got over that hurdle of beating the team that they could just never beat. Um, so I think that adds like a little bit of a confidence factor for them, knowing that they're capable of it. Um, and then for Halifax, Saskatchewan is going to be just a barn burner, and I. Uh, sign me up. It's going to be like 26 to 22. That's what that game is going to be. Um, I think without any further ado, Deej, we, uh, we head on over to the Pigs Pond. Let's do it. It's, it's, it's that type of week where the week is self-explanatory. We head to the Pigs Pond, feed the ducks, and it is time for the week 20 picks of the week powered by our friends over at Trophy Smack. Guys, there's no better way to upgrade your fantasy smack talk for your fantasy sports leagues than with our friends at Trophy Smack. I've started getting YouTube ads for them. That's how you know they're legit. They're advertising on the tube. Uh, They've got rings. They've got belts. Metal wall are officially licensed Major League Baseball. 
metal wall art. Uh, they've also got your traditional trophies. They've got last place loser trophies. They're the best in the game. They were on. Sh they're seen on Shark Tank. Mark Cuban invested in them, and look at them now. They're, they're the best in the game. You guys can go to trophysmack.com/slash/underground and upgrade your fantasy smack talk today. Make sure you use our link. It's in the description on YouTube and in the podcast uh, show notes on audio. trophysmack.com/slash/underground and upgrade your fantasy smack talk today. Deej, the week twenty. Picks of the week. We start things off in Calgary. I think you and I are both on the same page with this one. As the Calgary Roughnecks looking to continue their surge into the postseason. I think we're both rocking out with the yes, Roughnecks. Sir. Yes, sir. Then we move to the Loud House. San Diego, Colorado. Always a doozy of a time when these two teams play. How do you see... The battle of the Super Seals versus Ryan Lee, Zed Williams, Dylan Ward, and the defending champs, the Colorado Mammoth. I'm going to trust San Diego. They've been playing very well this year. Um, they've kind of gotten that first spot and got out to a little bit of lead and kind of just maintained it there for a while. Um, and, and Colorado's kind of been up and down at times, so... Um, I kind of just trust San Diego a little more. You're probably right. But I have talked myself into this matchup for mm -hmm. two reasons on why I'm going to pick Colorado. They're at home. Mm -hmm. The home field advantage is, is one of the best in the league. And Colorado's fighting for their playoff lives. They're fighting to stay either in that wild card or get into that three seed. Um, they need to continue winning. In order to stay alive in the postseason chase, this is a big test for them. Every week is a playoff game pretty much for them here on out. So I'm going to go with Colorado to get the uh, the upset and a much-needed you know, divisional win in the West uh, to keep their postseason hopes pushing. Speaking of postseason hopes, Philadelphia Wings at the Toronto Rock. It's going to be popcorn-ready. Speed, finesse. I forget if the – I'm pretty sure the – yeah, the last time these two teams played, Mitch Jones was on the team. Um, But you know who wasn't on the team the last time these two teams played, Deej? Mm -hmm. The boy who is finally back, Brock Sorensen, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Philadelphia Wings. Uh, Wearing number 77 in the middle of that defense. You get Brock Sorensen with Liam Burns, who you acquired at the trade deadline. You pair them up with Alex Pace, Chad Tutton, Alex Krepensek, and Ian Lord, while Ryan Wagner's still recovering from injury. You already know I'm rocking with the Philadelphia Wings. Keep the postseason dream alive and get a big upset win on the road to kick off this three-game road trip to end the season against the Toronto Rock. I like the opposite. I think that's just smart. I think it's just smart. Vamos los wings. Uh, the There's George no Swarm. 
There's no way that they're walking into Toronto and beating Toronto. Never say never. I like your faith. Said. I like your faith, but no. Nah. Uh, the Georgia Swarm at the Albany Firewolves. Can Albany go streaking? Can they put two wins in a row together and stop the force that is the Georgia Swarm who are collecting wins like Thanos collected Infinity Stones? Yeah, I don't see it happening. I'm unfortunately going to have to go Georgia. Yep. I'm doing this for Lyle. Go Albany. Uh, Deech, your New York Riptide at the Buffalo Bandits. Jeff Teat versus Dane Smith. The newly engaged, shout out to the boy, Josh Byrne, getting engaged uh, this week, this past weekend. Uh, and the rest of the Buffalo Bandits hosting Teeter, Larson Sundown, Riley O'Connor, and the Riptide. Well, it'll be a good game because it's an interstate rivalry with New York. Um, those teams always, Rochester, Albany, Buffalo, New York, they seem to really get after each other um, for bragging rights within the state. But Buffalo is going to handle this one easily. Agreed. On that same page there. Uh, the wild card showdown. The Alvax Thunderbirds. The Saskatchewan Rush in Saskatchewan. If I'm not mistaken, it's throwback night this weekend in Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong on that, so don't quote me. Um, both of these teams have been Jekyll and Hyde all year. But I am going to give the slight edge to the team that has the best West Coast home field advantage, in my opinion. By a slight margin, uh, they do, in my opinion. They, they always show out at home. And traveling from Halifax to Saskatchewan is tough, especially for a 9.30 Eastern time start. Um, so I'm going to go with the rush. I'm going to take Saskatchewan to get the home potential, quote-unquote, upset. I don't think I don't think I can trust the upset This is who's this Saskatchewan in Halifax? Yeah. Uh, this is tough. Halifax isn't necessarily playing great right now, but. Neither is Northern, or not Northern. Um, Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Saskatchewan. Yeah. So it's like they are Northern. So they're up there. Um, so it's like it, it's 
Tough to say, and they have that home field advantage over there. But Halifax, I mean, gave San Diego a run for its money on the road. Who'd you pick? Uh, Saskatchewan. I'll go Halifax. Just for the fun. I got some spare. I got some L's I can spare. <laughs> the final matchup of the weekend. I think we're both in agreement here. It's Panther City at Vancouver. I think we are taking the purple and black to uh, get the road win. Hmm. Wow, Deech thinking about a Vancouver win in the year of our Lord, 2023. Yeah, no way Vancouver's going to win this game. <laughs> no way. No way. So there it is. Our week no. 20 picks of the week brought to you by Trophy Smack. We're both going with Calgary. You've got San Diego. I've got Colorado. You've got Toronto. I've got Philly. We both have Georgia. We both have Buffalo. You've got Halifax. I've got Saskatchewan. And we both have Panther City to get the dub over Vancouver. And those are our picks of the week powered by Trophy Smack. From the floor, Deej, to the draft room, we have breaking news. That's right. That's Our so... PLL College Draft Spectacular for 2023 is back. May 9th, 2023, your PLL College Draft. It's going to be a doozy of a time. We will be live on the YouTube. Uh, so go subscribe. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Click the bell icon so you know when we go live. May 9th, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The draft will be on ESPNU and ESPN+. Plus. We will be live as kind of a companion along with that. We're working on some some guests, maybe, for the College Draft Spectacular. Um, Deej, did you see Kark's first big board? I did. I did. Your thoughts on Big Board 1.0 from the legend, Paul Carcaterra. I mean, I loved it. There were like four D guys on it, and then the rest were midfield, and then there were like two attack, but they also doubled as midfield. I was like, yep, yep. I think we should do away with attack, or excuse me, not attack. We should do away with specialized midfield. My team is doing away with specialized midfield. You're going to learn offense. You're going to learn defense. You're going to go both ways. You're just a midfielder. And just create lacrosse players. Stop giving kids the opportunity to not play defense. 
Defense is a fantastic part of the game. Make them find the hip and drive away and create a turnover, and then they can go down and sting a corner. That's a great feeling. That's a fantastic feeling. And you're just, like, stripping that from kids by making them O-mids only. D-mids want to score a goal, too. That isn't in transition. Some of these guys can pass and catch. Put them on crease. Let them get open a little bit. Bangs one home. That kid's electric. You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff. You know, just the – but I did – I pretty much just love the emphasis on defense. I think there are some teams that could use some more defense in the league. And uh, now would be a great time to pick some because this class is loaded with very good defensemen. It just made my heart warm that uh, multiple Pennsylvania schools have guys in uh, Clark's initial big board. You know, we got we got reps from obviously Penn. We got we got repping from Delaware. We got repping from Villanova. We even got repping from St. Joe's. Just makes my heart sing seeing that that tri-state area all across Kark's big board. Um, yeah, we we always enjoy the college route. We always do some fun stuff with it. And uh, this year, no better than to try to get some guests on. Obviously, it won't be any of the coaches because they'll be on the actual TV broadcast. Um, but we're working on some stuff for that. So mark your calendars. May 9th, we'll be live. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia for the PLL College Draft Spectacular. And big shout out to our guy, friend of the program, one of our OG supporters pretty much since day one of meeting him. Uh, our guy, Mike Rabel, named to Sports Business Journal's 40 Under 40, class of 2023. That's such a huge honor and a well-deserved one at that um, for Mike and for the PLL uh, to get that nod from SBJ is, you know, they're recognizing tons of people within the big four sports to see Mike on that list was, was very, very cool. Proud of our guy. And uh, he just continues to help pave the way for the sport of lacrosse for the PLL and for him to get this recognition, even though, you know, across his social media, he wanted to say it's a team award, it's a collaboration thing, it doesn't happen without everybody. He he deserves his flowers and then some. Um, couldn't be happier for our guy, so congratulations to Mike. Yeah, I mean, he absolutely deserves it. He's a guy who's put in a lot of work. Um, and I like that he's getting his flowers and in and, and the way that he's getting them. Of course, he always – puts out a lot of gratitude and, and uplifts his team, which is, you know, a very good characteristic of a great leader. Um, but at the same time, like, he went into this full force knowing that his brother was going to be the face of it. And, like, he was going to do a lot of work that people just didn't know he was doing. And he was going to do a lot of work that people didn't appreciate that he was doing. He, he was going to do a lot of work and people – we're going to have absolutely no clue that he existed. Um, and and I think that takes a lot of courage and, and a lot of strength um, to basically say, I'm going to do all of this so you can just present it. Because, I mean, obviously, Paul had his, his parts in helping create the league and all of those things. But a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff was done by Mike. Um, 
I mean, that's just realistic with Paul. Especially while Paul was playing. Yeah, at at that point, Paul was still a player. And, and like, there were a lot of things he just couldn't do as the player, owner, president, CEO, whatever labels he was holding at that time. He was holding more than one. So it was tough. And Mike was picking up a lot of that slack, you know, rightfully so. And now he's reaping those benefits. And that's that's the important thing is – he is getting getting paid and getting those flowers, um, even though he's quick to pass it off to others. Um, that humbleness is what makes him um, one of the great people in this sport. He's really done a lot to help grow the game and is looking for more ways to grow the game every day. So um, that's that's probably the one thing I like about him the most is they're, him and his brother are both truly dedicated to growing the game of lacrosse. Yeah, I mean – selfishly from our perspective mike has been the one of the most supportive people in our corner um since the moment we interacted with him uh that fateful day at homewood field in baltimore i'll I'll never forget it and um he's he's truly like evolved from like somebody that seemed like above where we are to really being a a mentor to us and being somebody we can rely on for advice and everything like that. And he's turned into a friend, a a colleague in this game. And uh, we're, we're very, very fortunate to have Mike in our corner the way that he is. Cause it's something that he doesn't truly have to do, but he chooses to, he supports us and everything we do, which is, is beyond kind and beyond, any of our wildest dreams to have the CEO of the premier lacrosse league, you know, being in our corner and, and supporting our content. So we're, we're forever grateful and in debt to Mike. Um, and we're, we're just thrilled to see him getting the recognition that he so rightfully deserves. So cheers to the guy, cheers to the homie, Mike Rabel for uh, being named to SBJ's 40 under 40 class of 2023. These before we get to our next topic, I got to talk to the people about our friends over at Kenwood Beer. They are the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. They were part of our live tailgate podcast event. Big thank you to them for always supporting us. They have also been in our corner pretty much since day one. And uh, if you're in the Philadelphia area and you're not drinking a Kenwood beer, what are you doing? Kenwood Beer. It's a refreshing light beer, 4.1% ABV, only 127 calories, 10 grams of carbs. You guys can go to KenwoodBeer.com, use the Kenny Tracker, so you can see who has Kenwood on tap in the Philadelphia area. You can buy Kenwood at your local Philadelphia area liquor store, or if you're in eastern Pennsylvania, you can get it at your local Whole Foods. Light body, light calories, plenty of flavor, the best light beer on the planet, got to be 21 or older to do so and guys of course please drink responsibly deeds the timeline this week brought up uh, a very interesting topic that i think for the most part was everybody was on the same page which is kind of rare when it comes to lacrosse twitter um unc's head coach jenny levy um has proposed several changes to the NCAA rulebook for the women's game. Uh, the changes are focused around improving player safety and accountability. This comes from 
at Unleashed Women's Lax on Twitter, which is at Unleashed W Lax. Um, here are the proposed changes for everybody who may have missed it. Uh, Coach Levy wants to eliminate the yellow slash red card system, replace change of possession fouls with time served penalties. You have 10 players on the field at a time per team instead of 12v12. Replace the 8-meter penalty shots with woman up slash down opportunities. Any player who accumulates 5 minutes of penalty time fouls out of the game. And if a team accumulates 4 minutes of penalties in a quarter, the next foul is non-releasable. Deej, as a coach yourself, as a... Uh, College lacrosse consumer, your thoughts on this? Former co-host of this podcast, Dom Ponteri, was very pro in favor of this to try to make the women's game as you know similar to the men's game and make the sport as cohesive as possible. Uh, your overall thoughts on these proposed rule changes for the women's college game? Uh, this is going to sound crazy. But somebody said, um, the minute my game turns into the men's, I'm gone. And I've been thinking about that since I read it on Twitter. It's just like, should we even change it? Do girls have a problem with the way it's played? If not, I don't think we see a need to change it. Even if coaches are complaining about it, are there players? That's like my biggest thing is like, we might not even need to do all of this. I do like some of it though, you know, like replacing the change, change of possession fouls with uh, extra man. Yeah, sign me up for it. There's there's a lot of, I, I want to see more of that. Like the, the penalty, penalty stuff where they come off and, you know, you got a man up opportunity, man down opportunity. Like, I want to see some more of that stuff. Um, but as far as that player on either side um, coming out for any reason um, other than a penalty. Wait, sorry. I meant I was going to talk about the, um, the five-minute thing. I'm all for that as well. That's super big deal to me. Um, that's like our game. Um it's like following out in basketball. If you have way too many penalty minutes, you shouldn't be playing because you're not even out there playing the game. You're just trying to hurt people. Um, so I'm cool with that. A lot of the rules I'm okay with. Um, I think they're all really solid rules to make changes on. It looks like they're trying to make the games a little more synonymous, a little closer to each other. Um, my concern is the interest from girls. Are the girls okay with everything stretching in i um i like all of these rule changes um because i think they all make sense you know there, a lot of times when you have proposed rule changes in sports they don't truly make sense i think each of these there's an argument to be had where like yeah uh, i can see how that like helps adjust the game and help fix things that are not necessarily wrong with the women's game right now, but it makes the women's game uh, a much more fluid and cohesive product. Um, I have somebody responding here too on Twitter that said, 
um, you know, to kind of make it similar to the men's game, uh, where it's essentially the same, better safety, better flow to the game. You don't have eight zillion lines on the field overlapping uh, with men's and women's. More officials are available, which is an interesting take on that too. If the games are more cohesive, you can have officials doing both uh, games and everything and have more people readily available for both men and women. Um, and then you have what this person says, awesome displays of stick work by these players, etc. I think all of these rule changes just improve the women's game. And I think the closer we get for both um, women's and men's college lacrosse, that much closer to how the pro style is played too, the better it's going to be. Because, yes, while we both agree, not every kid who plays college lacrosse is going pro, the the more you can like readily prepare everybody to kind of just play at that same pace and same flow and kind of style, the better the game will be and the more cohesive it will be moving forward, especially for those who will be moving on to play professionally. Um, so I think all of these rule changes help that in terms of the women's game. So sign me up. I think Coach Levy is, uh, as Pat McAfee would say, up to something uh, with these rule changes. So I am all in favor of them. Uh, let us know in the YouTube comment section your thoughts on these proposed changes to the women's game. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Are you indifferent? Do you like certain ones and hate other ones? Uh, or do you just want to leave the game alone? Let us know in the YouTube comment section. Uh, and Deej, without any further ado, let's get to your college lacrosse week 10 recap brought to you by our friends over at Dubby Energy. Guys, Dubby has been cleaning up our energy game for months now and they should be doing the same for you they were tired of big energy favoring profits over quality and uh kind of just giving you an energy product that gave you crashes and jitters and everything in between uh dubby's here to pave the road for a better future to energy drinks uh and they wanted to wage war on big energy they don't want profits over quality anymore to be the status quo. They want quality to matter, and they want a future where energy drinks don't get a bad rap for being unhealthy and harmful to consume. Their anniversary, their birthday is this Saturday, and they've got a big announcement coming on Saturday that you will not want to miss. So stay tuned. Follow them on social media for that. You guys can go to w.gg. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off any and all orders. It's a super effective way to support everything we're doing here. W.GG, code UNDERGROUND, 10% off from our friends over at Dubby. Go wage war and clean up your energy game with Dubby Energy. Deej, talk to me, man. How was, how was the week that was, week 10 in the college lacrosse game? This close. This close to Michigan being above 500 in the Big Ten. Lost to Rutgers in overtime, 13-12. Maryland also beat Ohio State, 12-11. Big Ten lacrosse has been fantastic. I've been loving it. You can't tell me they're not the best conference on the college lacrosse right now. Every single one of them is ranked. All of them are playing at a top level. They look good. And 
I've even seen some discord on Twitter saying, does the Big Ten deserve six bids? Maybe the Big Ten gets six teams in. UVA handles UC, uh, UNC with no problem, 19-12. Navy squeezed out a win, 11-10. Brown beat Penn, 12-11. Um, Sam Hamley's having a quieter year, but I feel like as long as Penn can ride with their riding right now, they'll get into the playoff. And then he'll try and, you know, shine. G-Town gets up on Providence, 13-12. Harvard beat Cornell by two, which Cornell has looked like they were just going to run the table out in uh, the Ivy, excuse me, um, due to them not really graduating a lot. But they've struggled a little bit this year, which I've found to be weird. But, hey, it's a different year, so those kind of things happen. Notre Dame takes, uh, takes care of Duke, 17-12. Penn State beat Hopkins 12-11 in double overtime. Syracuse beat Princeton by three. Denver beat Nova by six. I kind of think, yeah, that's it for Saturday. Saturday was very busy, too. Very busy. Cornell, single hand, I mean, 21-11 is, is crazy. 21 is 11. It's crazy. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Um, Marquette took that L. Jacksonville beating up on Detroit Mercy, 17-7. That's huge for them. They've looked really good this year. Um, I think they're going to win that conference. There wasn't really anything else noticeable on that Wednesday. And then today... Denver beat Townsend, 12-10, 12-10. So moving into the weekend, we can look. Georgetown Marquette will be a decent game. UVA and Duke are going to face off on Saturday. Penn and Harvard. Ohio State and Hopkins will be a good one. Penn State and Michigan are playing on Sunday at 6 p.m. I'll be there. It's dollar day. So if you're in the area, show up. Tickets are only a dollar. Syracuse uh, UNC is going to be a great game. Nova Providence will be pretty decent. Denver and St. John. Brown and Yale. Those will all be pretty solid games. Maryland Rutgers on Sunday, next Tuesday. We got nobody. And yeah, nothing really going on Wednesday. So that's what we got for the week. Um, like I said, I'm going to be out at that Michigan game. So if you happen to be there and you see me, say what's up. But I got, I got, I got my boys in blue, the victors. Uh, coming out on top of that one against Penn State. I don't know if it's going to happen for real, but I'm bringing good vibes. It's going to be a wild week. Um, like we mentioned, we're working on some fun stuff for this summer. We are up to a lot of somethings. A lot of somethings. If you want to make those somethings a reality for us, 
make sure you're following us at OTB Laxpod, Twitter, Instagram. Follow Deej on Twitter at SCS underscore next great. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe, 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 subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple, Spotify, just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. All of our podcasts will show up. Subscribe to those too. But you'll find the Outside the Box podcast. Subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help the show continue to grow. Let's get those five-star reviews pumping once again. And go subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Full video episodes, live streams, including our college draft spectacular, May 9th, 7 p.m. It will be live on YouTube. Shorts, clips, interviews, all that stuff is on our YouTube channel. So go subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend, and... uh, Smash the like button, ring the bell icon, comment down below your thoughts on everything Deej and I touched on on tonight's episode, and uh, go get your merch, phiapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND to get 10% off any and all orders. And this has been episode number 270 of the allegedly award-nominated, honorably mentioned, number 9 NCAA-ranked, And, of course, viewable on YouTube, Outside the Box Podcast, the official lacrosse podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For Deej, KB, enjoy this weekend of lacrosse. Vamos los wings. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. And that's outside the box.